14. Here's the pitch by Downing. Swinging. There's a dive into left center field. That ball is going to be out of here. It's gone. It's 7-15. There's a new home run champion of all time. And it's Henry Aaron. From the Tanglewood Studios on the Skynet Global Network, this is Go6 Sports Radio. So welcome to the show, Go6 Sports Radio. Remember to tell your friends about it, anyone who's interested in podcasts. Uh, you can follow us on at Frozen Rope on Twitter, and you can follow us and subscribe and like on any podcast platform. The Go6 Go Programming Network, GSPN. Uh, Go6 Sport Radio coming at you on Wednesday before Thanksgiving. So sad news in the soccer world today, uh, breaking news, is that Diego Maradona, uh, Argentinian soccer legend, has died at the age of 60 following a heart attack. Um, it was a shame. He had recently battled health issues, I know, um, and I actually think he underwent surgery uh, a few weeks ago, too, for something else. But um, he suffered a heart attack at his home in the outskirts of Buenos Aires on Wednesday. And um, just a shame to lose a worldwide legend like that uh, since ending his playing career in 97. Uh, he battled a series of health issues and was admitted to a hospital in January last year um, with internal bleeding. A lot of different things were going on with him, unfortunately, and the end result was a heart attack that took his life at the age of 60. So Diego Maradona uh, will be missed. Rest in peace. So switching gears a little bit uh, now to some good news. Uh, college basketball starts today with an amazing slate of games. Um, been looking forward to this for a while, and it should be interesting. And we'll go over the games right now and um, try to get you set. The reason we're doing this podcast this week, this today on Wednesday, actually, is to get you ready for a busy weekend of sports starting today with college basketball. There's soccer going on. There is um, no NBA, unfortunately, but there is plenty of uh, college and pro football. So busy, busy weekend of sports as it usually is on Thanksgiving. And if we can't necessarily enjoy a normal Thanksgiving uh, with our families the way we would like to, we can at least enjoy a lot of sports that are on TV. And we'll get you set uh, and talk about some of those games and where they're at. So um, 2 p.m. today uh, on the Big Ten Network, if you get it, North Carolina A&T and Illinois. Um, Illinois is from the Big Ten, so that's worth watching. 2 o'clock, ESPN, Illinois State, Ohio State. And you never know in some of these early season games, uh, Big Five Conference can easily get upset by a smaller uh, mid-major of which they know not too much about. Um, there are some games on ESPN+. Plus. I think ESPN+, Plus is a joke. I think it's, um, it's a shame that they are charging people to stream sports um, and certain stories 
when you can catch so many games otherwise on cable TV. Um, but um, ESPN2 at 4 o'clock, Bowling Green and Michigan, uh, another uh, interesting game. Uh, a couple of others uh, later today. Let's see what we got here. Later today, um, Sacred Heart University and Rutgers, 7 p.m. That's not on TV anywhere, but you might be able to stream it someplace. 7 o'clock, Arizona State and URI on ESPN. That's a good one. Uh, ESPN at 9.30, Villanova and B.C., Maybe the most interesting and competitive matchup of the entire day. So uh, cool that um, we got a game like that. And then later tonight, if you're like me and you like to stay up late and catch some of these games or at least part of them, always looking for a late night game to, to see some of it. On the CBS network, CBS Sports Network, UCLA and San Diego State University. So college basketball back in full swing Let's hope that uh, the games go good and we, we don't have games go well and we don't have a lot of positive cases where we have to shut things down. I'm sure there will be some fans in the stands at some of these arenas. Not sure how many, though, because it's different than football because it's outside. So college basketball starting today, there's uh, a slate of games for you to watch and the channels to catch them on. So switching gears again, um, NFL. NFL, uh, typically we have to put up with the, on Thanksgiving Day, we have to put up with the Lions, the Detroit Lions every year. And this year we're going to have to put up with the Cowboys. Uh, the Cowboys really, though, are always kind of interesting. Um, and both of those teams, you know, get to host games, which drives me crazy. But the Texans will visit Detroit. That's the early game at 12.30 on CBS. And the Washington Football Club will visit the Dallas Cowboys at 4.30 on Fox. Um, those two games might be competitive. I mean, Matthew Stafford for Detroit is always fun to watch. And he can, on any given day, keep a game close. He's had a really good career. He's had one of the most underrated careers of anybody that we can think of that's playing right now. Um, he hasn't had too many injuries. He's played for a long time in the same place. It'd be, really be nice to see him win one day, but I don't think as a as a franchise and as a team they're gonna they're gonna win anything anytime soon, and probably not before he retires, which is sooner than later. The night game tomorrow night, which is nice. I don't know how many years ago they added a night game on Thanksgiving. But um, Thanksgiving night, 8.20 on NBC. You have the Ravens at the undefeated Steelers. I think this game could potentially be close. When you're undefeated, there's a lot of pressure. There's added pressure each game. And I feel like undefeated teams falter and are vulnerable. 
as each game passes and they get further and further into the season, Pittsburgh now 10 and 0. Baltimore is not playing well. No one's expecting them to do much. Everybody's been criticizing Lamar Jackson. And I think they will go in there. I'm not sure what the spread of that game is. I wouldn't be surprised if the spread is eight or more. And if it is a big spread, I might take the Ravens on the road in that game. Uh, A big dog on the road and a small dog at home is always my philosophy. Not that I'm a betting person per se, but I would think that Baltimore may keep that game close on Thanksgiving night. Uh, The other matchups for the weekend look okay. The Rams, uh, uh, sorry, the Chargers are at Buffalo. Uh, The Giants and the Bengals, that's an interesting matchup. And the Giants got a break with Joe Burrows being hurt. They are not to be slept on. I said this in a previous podcast. I think the Giants are pretty well coached, and I think they got things going a little bit. The bye week helped them. They realize, even with a losing record, they're in the hunt for the division title and a playoff berth. And then now they get to face Cincinnati without Joe Burrow. So they're at Cincinnati. Um, That's a game on Fox. Even though it's an AFC team and an NFC team, the game is, is on Fox. And look for the Giants in that one to to win it and continue on their way toward the uh, playoffs and the division title. Another intriguing game is the Titans at Indianapolis. Really good game. Uh, Indianapolis playing well. Tennessee had a good win last week. Both pretty solid teams and both in the discussion for uh, the AFC overall. And one of those teams may end up playing the Chiefs in the AFC championship game. We'll see. But that's a very good game. That's 1 o'clock CBS. Uh, Your other games, Arizona at New England. New England's on the cusp of pretty much being eliminated from everything. And Arizona's going to come in and, I believe, play well on the road. It should be decent weather, I think, too, by then. Um, after some rain on Thanksgiving and, and Friday morning in the east, in the northeast here. Um, uh, your other games are Kansas City and Tampa is a good one, 425. That's going to be a nationally televised game, I'm sure. It's on CBS, 425 on Sunday. These are all Sundays that I'm talking about right now. And then Sunday night, Chicago at Green Bay. I don't think Chicago's any good. Green Bay's coming off a loss to Indianapolis. Should be uh, a competitive game. And then the Monday night game is just not very interesting to me. Seattle at Philadelphia. So that's your NFL for the weekend. And uh, we're really starting starting to see how things will shake out here as the playoff push is upon us. All right, let's get your reset here with college football as we enter the weekend so you know what's going on in the recent rankings the first official ranking for the championship playoffs uh, was this past Tuesday. They ranked Alabama number one at 7-0, and Notre Dame number two at 8-0, and Clemson at 7-1, and and Ohio State at 4-0. and And just on the outside looking in are Texas A&M, Florida, Cincinnati, Northwestern at 8 Georgia at nine with the only two loss team in the top 10, and then Miami at seven and one. 
I don't think really any of those teams pose a threat to get into the top four. Texas A&M has a loss, 5-1, and one, as does Florida. Cincinnati's 8-0. So I could see if Clemson or Ohio State or any of those four teams falter and lose a couple games. Would have to be two games, I would think. Cincinnati could potentially climb ahead of them. Northwestern, not sure who they have left on their schedule, but if they get another big win and stay undefeated, they're, they're going to be the one that's knocking on the door because they're from a big five conference, from the Power Five conference, um, the Big Ten. So if Northwestern gets another big win, uh, they're going to be the one team, I believe, that could crack into the top four. But as it, you know, if the semifinals were right now, Alabama would be playing Ohio State and Notre Dame would be playing Clemson again. And I believe that if Notre Dame plays Clemson again in a neutral site, Clemson will win, uh, especially with Trevor Lawrence back. He was not there for the first time that Notre Dame, uh, that they played Clemson and Notre Dame, and Notre Dame won. So that's the reset on uh, the college rankings. I think they've all played enough games at this point. Ohio State only 4-0, but they've all played enough games at this point that if they were to finish that way, legitimately, I think that would be uh, a good playoff and a good national championship uh, situation. If they get more games canceled and someone like Ohio State does not play enough games, I don't believe that will be a legit championship. But right now, I think 4-0 is enough for Ohio State compared to the eight games that the other teams have played, uh, seven games for Alabama. But if Ohio State can continue to play the remainder of their games, I have no problem with them being the fourth team in. And we'll see what, uh, you know, what that brings. But it'll be, um, it'll be fun, fun to watch. So getting reset for um, the schedule for the college football weekend. Let me get it up here. College football weekend, Thanksgiving night. Thanksgiving night, you have um, Colorado State at Air Force, CBS Sports Network. Actually, that's Thanksgiving Day at 2 o'clock, CBS Sports Network. And New Mexico at Utah State at 7. So if you're bored by any of the NFL games, check those games out. All mid-majors. Probably pretty entertaining. The New Mexico-Utah State game is at 7 o'clock, and it's on Fox Sports 1, FS1. On Friday, you have um, a top 20 matchup in Iowa State at Texas, 12 o'clock, ABC. That's on Friday. You have Nebraska visiting number 24, Iowa, 1 o'clock on Fox. You have number 2, Notre Dame, at 19, North Carolina. Could be a trap game for the Irish, 3.30 ABC. And you have number 15, Oregon, visiting Oregon State at 7.30 on ESPN. The Notre Dame game, like I said, uh, at North Carolina is on ABC, if I didn't say that earlier. Um, On Saturday, you have Ohio State, number four at Illinois, 12 o'clock FS1. 
You have Kentucky at number six, Florida. Also at noon on ESPN. You have Maryland at number 12, Indiana. At noon also, ESPN two. And by the way, BYU, I think they were ranked 14th in the rankings. Uh, that's brutal ranking for them. I mean, they're playing well. They're undefeated. They need a good signature win against somebody, but they're not, not only are they well outside the top 10 and not even close to the college playoff possibility, but they're outside the New Year's Six Bowl game possibility, which, which that typically means a lot of money for your university if you play in one of those bowl games. So BYU really getting snubbed at this point and hopefully will um, continue to win for their sake maybe get a signature win and get a New Year's Six Bowl game. So we'll see about that. Um, the rest of the game Saturday, there's not really much intriguing at all. Number 20, Coastal Carolina at Texas State. I mean, you want to see that game? I don't. Um, Saturday afternoon, night, you have um, Louisville and Boston College. Not a good matchup. Not something I'm interested in. LSU at number five, Texas A&M, 7 o'clock on ESPN. That's an intriguing mashup. LSU not having a good season, lot to prove, could really spoil the year for Texas A&M and Jimbo Fisher. So 7 o'clock ESPN, that could be one to watch. Um, What else do we have here? We don't have really any other great games Saturday night. There are a lot of games, but not too many great games. Arizona at UCLA, 8 o'clock on Fox. Never know. That might be a Gus Johnson game. Gus Johnson, the um, legendary play-by-play announcer. I would tune in just for him, as I said before in previous podcasts. Um, And then you have... um, Games that were canceled, Cincinnati at Temple, Minnesota at Wisconsin. Wisconsin season just going down the toilet. Um, Tulsa, Houston. So four games canceled at this point, and I'm sure more to come. And then Tuesday night next week, you have Maction. Um, No, I apologize. It's not even Maction. It's just a mid-major, Western Kentucky at, at Charlotte. So that'll get you set for the college football weekend. And if these games are played... If most of them are played, we should really see what the playoff picture continues to look like as it gets uh, shaped, and hopefully most of the games are played and we'll have a legitimate national championship.
So as I do every week, I'm going to talk about my uh, MLB The Show team, the Saco Bay Sharks. We actually have been playing well lately. Doesn't mean we won games necessarily. We won a couple, but uh, my record now is 60 and 86. And um, been playing pretty well, as I said. Uh, lost a tough game the other day. Was a 3-3 game in the 10th. I had come back down three to from 3-1. to one, And 3-3 game in the 10th. And the computer, um, the PlayStation had some kind of a problem. And uh, so I did not get the win there. Um, did get a win. 2-0 uh, the next game. Got some really good pitching performances. Uh, one guy I like lately is Brandon Woodruff. Really good. Uh, my bullpen has been great. Heraldus Chapman, Rob Dibble, Garrett Crochet, Lee Smith, Wade Davis. Those guys have really locked it down. And at most, they have come in in tough situations and given up maybe like a fly ball that uh, gets a run in or, or something like that. But they really have come in and done a great job. Just recently picked up a couple new pitchers. Clevenger, the Padres pitcher, and Walter Johnson. Excited about those guys. Also picked up Warren Spahn, and he spun a gem. Spahn spun a gem say that fast, uh, for me the other day. Lefty pitcher with five pitches. So I'm excited for my big three now. My big three are Warren Spahn, Walter Johnson, and uh, Clevenger, and Woodruff is the fourth guy. So got really good pitching, and then just added Ken Griffey Jr. to the mix. As I mentioned before, there's a currency in MLB The Show called stubs, and you build up your stubs by playing games and playing some challenges and things like that. But you can also build up your stubs, which I do, by buying and selling players, buying low, selling high, making a profit, and building up your stubs. Ken Griffey was 260-some-odd stubs, and it was difficult to get, but I was able to invest the stubs that I had in him uh, by selling off a couple players. I now move Byron Buxton, who was my center fielder, to the bench. But I hate to do it because Buxton tracks down everything in the outfield. And when you're like me and you don't hit really well on MLB The Show, you need good pitching and good defense, and Buxton literally tracks down everything. But I think Griffey will be the same. I haven't debuted him yet. Uh, later today, I'm looking to debut Griffey in center field and then probably Walter Johnson or Clevenger, uh, pitching for me and should be uh, interesting and as I said I'm 60 and 86 so uh, before the next MLB the show comes out in March I'd like to try to get to 500 but can't can't get 26 games all at once I have to get one game at a time and sort of go from there but I've been better I might have mentioned I've been playing on a monitor lately so I've been seeing the ball better been hitting a little bit better for a while there most of my games I wasn't scoring any runs or I was I was scratching out a run here or there getting very lucky now I'm seeing the ball a little bit better scoring three runs here four runs there nine runs the other day so playing better but 
uh, really going to roll with this club right now for a little while. I got a good balance of lefties and righties in the lineup. Reggie Jackson is hitting for me now. He's starting to heat up, has had a couple of homers in his last few games. Um, Travis Darno, Manny Machado, those guys heating up a little bit. So I need, for me, if I get three or four runs, I should win those games based on my pitching and my bullpen's nasty. So we'll see what happens. 60 and 86, we'll report on it next week. So that'll do it for us this week. We are going to put out this podcast every week, try to talk about current news from the day, news from the week, and prepare you for all the sports over the weekend and where to watch them. Please spread the word about the Go 6 Sports Radio podcast. can be found wherever you find your podcasts. Also follow us on Twitter at FrozenRope8, and we'll see you next week. <laughs>